Welcome to Coaching the Coach. I'm your host, Pete Townley, for the Upstate Performance Project. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the show. Getting back on my normal Tuesday posting schedule, so um, feeling good about uh, the next few podcasts. Going to be talking about programming as as not predicted <laughs> as talked about. Um, so let's just jump right in. Um, I want to talk about um, everything that goes into the program design phase when we're looking at a specific purpose. So um, we've talked about this being somewhat of a companion to the YouTube channel that that we are uh, creating. And that, as I mentioned last time, uh, is underway. We've already shot um, a decent amount of footage for the first episode. So um, we are moving right along with that, finally, finally. Um, but <clears throat> this this podcast, uh, over the next couple podcasts, I'm going to give you some uh, tips on, you know, kind of what goes through my head when I'm putting together a program uh, for a specific purpose. Um, and then in the YouTube channel, it'll be a little bit more um, uh, in-depth, we'll say, cover a little bit more. Anyway, so so jumping right in, um, this is a weightlifting program. Um, it is one of our programs that is for sale on our website. Uh, it's it's our eight week um, back focused program. Now, when I say back focused, what what I'm after obviously is strengthening the back. So let me back up before we go into any kind of program, whether it be um, you know for uh, a particular sport like weightlifting in this case, or just you know general programming to reach someone's uh, personal training goals. You know we have to look at several different things. Um, you know we obviously need to know uh, what the activity is, what they're training for, or what they want to work out, what the goals are, right? Um, and then we have to look at you know what they're capable of. Exercise selection is important. Exercise order is important. Load assignment is very important. And recovery and rest intervals are also important. Now, there's some other things that go into it, but just looking at some of those uh, factors, th those are the things that, that I want to play with um, today when I'm talking about the weightlifting program. Because a lot of times we see and we hear a lot of... Um, mainly seeing things that online where people are just go, 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 go with whatever their program is w without really looking into, you know, the rest intervals or the conditioning part of it. Um, because it's just in our nature to, to push hard and go fast and, and, you know, try to compete with others. But there are times where we want to be sensible. And, and as I've said before, programming, a lot of it has to do with, you know, your body's ability to um, you know, continue to that power output or, or the strength output, whatever the case is, and we need to give it plenty of time to rest. So I could go through the charts that you can find in a lot of textbooks that say during strength and power um, sets, you know, work in our phosphagen system, we want to rest, you know, um, you know, like a 1 to 10 or 12 up to 1 to 20 ratio, depending on 
what we're doing. But that's you know doing two or th that's doing like you know a power clean or a, uh, you know something like that where you know even if we're doing doubles only takes you know four seconds to do it. So that means we're resting you know a minute or two um, or a minute minute and a half before we go again when we're doing that you know that heavy of a weight. Versus, you know, something like uh, working our oxidative system, we're going to rest like a one to three ratio, one to one, something like that. So a little bit longer. It, it seems like a shorter rest interval, but our bouts are longer. So if we're, if we're running, you know, uh, 800s in two to three minutes, then we get two to three minutes rest in between, something like that. Now, you can adjust those rest intervals based on what you're trying to train for. So I could still run 800s and rest only 30 seconds before I go again. But what's not going to happen is my time. Um, I may not be able to hold that intensity for more than one or two uh, repetitions of that. Uh, so if I'm trying to increase my 800 performance or if I'm trying to increase my um, cardiovascular performance, I want to give myself plenty of time to rest so that the next bout of exercise I can do it at a maximal effort and fatigue is not a factor until it becomes a factor. Um, you know, when we just hit our lactic threshold or, you know, other forms of fatigue. So, um, the thought is you can play around with the rest intervals to elicit different changes based on what your goals are and where you are in your training phase. Um, and that's, that's the most important thing. So, you know, you, you'll see sometimes people go, uh, with shorter or longer rest intervals. Uh, but that's what we kind of want to talk about today that, or not just today, but in general over the next couple podcasts is, is how we determine that. And so we're going to talk about that by discussing actual programs. So for example, um, my um, back-focused program, you know, we'll talk about those nine principles. You've heard me talk about them before. This is a program that um, it does actually have all nine principles, progression, overload, there's specificity. This is a weightlifting program. There's individuality because this is meant for someone that has back weakness or, you know, that's a, a general overall weakness is the back. It's got safety because we do use appropriate loads. Um, and we're assuming that good technique is being used, of course. Uh, it's got uh, reversibility and, and things like that taken into consideration because um, we know that uh, we're going to be hitting all of our muscle groups. So even though I'm still focusing on my back in this particular program, I'm still going to be hitting the big, you know, the big lifts, the the clean and, and jerk and the, and the snatch as well as squats and, and everything. So I'm not taking eight weeks to just train my back because if I do that, then I'm not going to be able to, you know, maintain my clean and jerk and my snatch moving forward. So you still want to be doing those lifts, but we're adding in things to focus on the back uh, in this particular case. Now, you could argue that the the diminishing returns principle is not being met here because this is only an eight-week program. In other words, this is meant to, to last eight weeks. It's not a general program. In other words, this is not just a strength phase or a power phase uh, for my weightlifting. This is a specific program that is developed to bring up a particular weak spot. 
Now I could, and, and I will, um, classify this as just general strengthening. So I would put this in as a general strength phase. So if I'm looking at my entire year, this basically is kind of two mesocycles. Um, there's, a, there's a little bit of uh, adjustment along the way, but two mesocycles, uh, both focused on strength development. Uh, we do get a little specific uh, in this case with the with the back, uh, but at the same time we're still strengthening uh, everything. So, again, knowing that I'm looking to get my back strengthened. So, in addition to the uh, squats and the cleans and the snatches, uh, which in front squats, which are you know paramount to weightlifting success, we've added some other things in there that are going to help strengthen the back specifically for example um, we're doing a lot of deficit snatch grip work working on our uh, upper thoracic back our lats again working to strengthen those areas work that positioning right uh, another positioning uh, drill that's aimed at strengthening the back are pause squats in this case we're doing a lot of uh, pause front squats and so again from an exercise selection i'm picking those particular movements uh, because they do target the back. There are a plenty of other applications for them being, you know, just reinforcing the bottom position. Uh, but again, it's reinforcing that by strengthening the back and, and you know, and, and the legs too, but we're targeting that weak spot of the back. Um, but then I'm putting together complexes that not only support the squat, the power clean, the, the snatch, all those, but are going to add in more work for the back. So for example, day one has a complex at the end of, of a squat, power clean, and snatch grip deadlift workout. Um, but we're also adding in this, this complex of pull-ups, a push press, and a, and a back extension on uh, our GHD machine. So again, those exercises working the lats, uh, primarily working our erectors, uh, but trying to just get more work for the back end. So day two, uh, again, follows our traditional, very basic, uh, you know, uh, linear progression uh, for our uh, strength work, our snatch, our power in that case, uh, but front squats um, and strict press. But I'm, but now we're getting into a heavy back exercise. So uh, the snatch grip deficit deadlift from day one you know, did work the back but now we're going to a heavy bent over row with the barbell and again that's directly aimed uh, at our lats rhomboids um, rotator cuff muscles and, and the like but also our um, uh, complex again we are working a lot of our core so i'm i'm doing a barbell twist uh side bends a lot a lot of um uh, good mornings as well, or just uh, other variations of a back extension um, to get more work for the back. Moving on, uh, day four, we have our cleans, our squats, and our jerk. Um, and we're doing, for our back, a plank row off of the GHD. So holding that plank position while pulling a row. So my erectors and my rhomboids, rotator cuffs, lats, everything's being worked uh, in that. So it's Again, we're spreading out the volume throughout the whole week. So every day there's something that's targeting the back. But if you add up the number of sets that we're doing for the back, uh, really, we see, we've got three, 
we've got 12 about uh, adding our our next day day five where we have um a windmill uh and kettlebell swings for the posterior um so we're, we're really having about 15 to 16 total sets for the back and that is high you know that's on the upper end of you know we we don't need to do too much more but again this program is focused for the back the duration is going to be about eight weeks long for this particular program and the goal is again someone that say uh if we're cleaning and we're coming out from the bottom or or just general front squatting uh our, our upper back upper thoracic uh spine uh flexes forward and we're we're noticing we're dropping some of the weights forward like that we're not staying strong coming up exploding through the heels uh in our squats so or cleans in that matter so it's also uh, going to affect us catching the barbell overhead and just being stable in our snatch position. So having that nice strong back is basically our foundation. And I, I would say this program would could also be served um, or be used as a good beginner weightlifting program. Now the the percentages are maybe a little high for, for the Olympic lifts. Um, because I didn't write this necessarily for a beginner, but you could make the argument that a beginner really needs to strengthen the core in the back before they start throwing a lot of heavy weight overhead and things like that. Uh, again, not even talking about technique here for a minute, um, assuming that's all good. So each week we progress the strength in a, in a, a very linear progression. Um, for example, this, the squats, you know, we hit 87%. Then 90, uh, we go 92, 94, and these are these are actual uh, absolute percentages. So this is not relative intensity. Uh, this is basic, just adding a little weight each time uh, until we get to um, our uh, second phase or the the weeks five through eight. Um, week five, we take a little bit of a dip in volume, kind of a, a deload week. We still have two or three sets at, at a top end weight uh, around around 85%. Um, but at the same time, is it 85%? Yeah, 80, 85. Yep. Um, but then then we hit we go back to our heavy singles and doubles um, with a even higher percentage. Uh, again, so we're still stair stepping our our strength work up, working up to you know, high-end percentages uh, at the end of the eight weeks. Now, again, that, that goes for all of our strength work and as well as the, you know, snatch and clean. Um, and the idea for me here in this particular case, uh, I'm looking at the program as I'm talking, I wanted to make sure that the strength work and the, and the cleans stayed high. We wanted the intensity to stay high. Uh, we were relatively low in volume for all of that because the back work was going to be up in volume. So where a lot of our repetition, a lot of our accessory work was obviously focused around the back. So um, a very linear stair-step progression for our strength work. Now, it's not necessarily the way I would always do it. Um, I do like to use a lot of relative intensities. Um, 
and that's something that will well i'll go ahead and talk about it a little bit now relative intensity just a, a very basic um overview of what that is is using relative and in, using intensity that's similar to say an rpe scale um so if i'm if i want to work out at an eight out of ten you know that's pushing you know uh an 80 percent or so of relative intensity Rel 100 or 10 out of 10 would be 100% maximal effort, right? So if I if I want to get a little bit more specific, I can use relative intensities for an entire set. So if I'm doing sets of two or three, um, and I know I'm using a, a percentage of my one rep max uh, or a three RM or something like that, I can get uh, an absolute number, which may say be using 80% of my one rep max uh, for sets of two or three, that might have a relative intensity of say 87, 88, 9% um, of my actual, or in other words, it feels like 80, 89% of my one rep max. So the relative intensity is what I would then increase over time as opposed to just the absolute intensity. Rather than just go up you know, 2% each week, um, which you can do, and that's what I've done in this particular program. But you'll see in a lot of the programs that we use, we use that relative intensity on the strength work because it it, it, it ensures that each week I am actually going up in strength. I am actually making the intensity a little higher. It, again, assuming we hit all reps and, and everything is going smoothly, of course. But the 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 basic take-home point I want to I want to get here. Uh, with this program or with this particular one is that my exercise selection uh, was after the back. So everything uh, accessory wise and, and several of the main lists of the day do target the back strength. So our intended outcome is that our back is stronger. Now, I'm not testing the back as in I don't have a, you know, I'm not trying to go up in my one RM on a barbell bent row. Uh, but what I am looking for is to be stronger in my actual Olympic lift. So what I should feel at the end of the eight weeks, the outcome would maybe be a PR or an increase in your front squat, back squat, cleans and snatches, but feeling more comfortable in those positions and being able to tolerate, say, doubles and triples at a higher percentage than what you could before because your back wasn't fatiguing. Um, maybe you got uh, a heavy single at 85% and the workout called for a double. So you got one, but you couldn't get two. You got it up, but it, 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 did, it didn't look good and it wasn't great form. And as we know, we only want to work, especially with Olympic lifts, we only want to work within perfect form. Okay, we don't want to... I'm not pushing heavy weight just to push heavy weight if the form isn't there. I'm only going to push... Uh, the weight to the limit where I can still have perfect form and just repetition at that point. Okay, so that that's a, a very brief overview uh, of this program. Now, again, I didn't go through every single day. Uh, I forgot to mention day five, um, the back work was uh, a windmill, adding some rotation uh, into this program, uh, into the back. And then the day six or the Saturday, what I, you know, which is 
probably the highest volume day was a technique work day, ending with, um, again, a heavy sled pull work in the back as well. Um, so just just ways to, to figure out you know, how to attack the back, but still maintain, again, that diminishing returns principle, still maintaining our uh, increases in strength in squatting and, in, and definitely in this case, the clean and jerk and snatch. Um, so I kept the progression fairly um, small and I kept the progression uh, a very linear uh, um, manner, making small increments, uh, increases, just so that we can focus on the back here because that's what we want. We want to focus our energy on the back without taking too big of a step back or no step back in strength in the classic lifts. So I hope that gives you a little bit more insight into what I'm thinking when I talk about exercise selection. Um, it, one thing I didn't mention today here, and, I, and let me throw this in real fast, is is the order, the exercise order, right? So uh, I put in, in, again, prioritizing the maintenance of strength and the gains in strength in the classic list, I'm putting my power uh, movements first, so the clean and jerk and the snatch um, come first most days, with the exception of day one where I put the squat in first um, to be fresh. Um, putting those moves in quick because we do recover quicker from those quick explosive movements. So we cover, we recover fast. Our rest intervals um, are such that we can do heavy sets of one or two, uh, give ourselves about a minute and a half to two minutes rest and then go again and we can move through those six sets you know in about 20 minutes moving into the strength work uh, whether it be squats front squats bent row overhead press whatever the strength work for that day is again working on that 1 to 10 1 to 12 work to rest ratio to give us plenty of time to get through the set um, but giving us a little bit more uh, you know recovery time in between sets so that we can have full strength or be as recovered as possible to get uh, to hit as big a weight and you know push the weight that we want to push during the sets. But keeping the uh, the lifts you know two or three main lifts for the day um, or main and or accessory lifts so that our accessory work can be focused on the back. When we get into some of the conditioning drills, we're not really working on um, our cardiovascular conditioning. This is a weightlifting program. Not that weightlifters shouldn't worry about cardiovascular work. We do have some swings in here. We do have some sled pulls. We do have some things that are going to get your heart rate up and be more of a Metcon style. But again, even between uh, reps or, or exercises and or uh, between circuits of a... Um, metabolic conditioning circuit, uh, we're going to have a rest time where we can rest and come back and hit those because we are in a strength phase. In other words, I'm not going to put together a conditioning phase, even if it's back focused, which is what we're after. Um, I'm not going to put it together and just burn you out. In other words, go, 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 go for time or something like that. Again, our overall goal is to strengthen the back, but strength strengthen is the key word here. It is a strength phase. Therefore, all of my rest intervals, whether they be during the strength movement part of the day or the power movement part of the day and or my conditioning is going to follow similar uh, work to rest ratios for strength. 
for working a particular energy system. In this case, our phosphagen system uh, is primarily at, at play here. So I hope that helps. Um, if you need more detail on what that, what those work-rest ratios are, uh, stay tuned as that will be in the next podcast uh, talking about, I'll use another particular program. I'll probably use my football uh, program uh, that I've written recently to kind of give you uh, an idea of work-to-rest ratios uh, and then maybe compare that with a running program that Chelsea's put together. Okay, have a good one. Talk to you soon.